Uh, hey, everybody, it's Matt. Uh, this episode of Matter is a little bit different. We'll still have that. Uh, do we want to have that thing underneath the this time on Matters thing? Do we still want that? Um. Oh, the bow. Yeah, the bow. Do we want that? Because I can extend it throughout this whole thing. Sure. Uh, perfect. Uh, Matt and I just talked about the show. Enjoy the episode. Yay. <laughs> His name is Matt. His name is Matt, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to them. Yep, that was all on tape. Okay. Who knows if we'll use it? Um, <laughs> special app. It's, it's special app. It's Matt and myself in a room talking. Uh, we haven't done an episode, posted an episode in two weeks. Just kind of wanted to let you know what was going on there and what's uh, check in with Matt about the state of the show. He doesn't know I'm springing this all. Yeah, I, this is the oh god. It's over, Matt. Yeah, are, you, are you taking me to a farm up in the country yep. where I can run well, in the fields all day? <laughs> John Ewertowski posted, uh, a friend of the show, uh, posted on his wall his favorite Onion article of all time. And it's, beautiful farm in the country burns down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about like all the dogs that are yeah. at this beautiful farm. <laughs> Uh, no, no. Uh, I went to um, I went to Philadelphia two weeks ago. So the last episode that posted, um, we had a conversation. I said that hey, we're going to be going out to Philadelphia, going to be doing podcast movement, and I wanted to talk to you about that. And then I thought I would be able to like call you or something mm-hmm. while I was out there, and that was a fool's errand. Like I don't <laughs> know. I had honestly never been to a convention, and realizing that like you can be doing stuff from morning to night. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to miss anything, and I was like, "All right, well, I guess we're not going to have an episode." <laughs> and then it was like, "Well, eh, last week, Catherine had her um, sales meeting, mm-hmm. and I was in the city, and it was just not going to happen." I was mm-hmm. like, "I can't put that much strain on our relationship," uh, so <laughs> that's kind of the the check in there. But the intent is that we will be back and and back up to normal. And posting uh, weekly episodes, uh, but I had an amazing time in Philadelphia. Yeah, I, uh, you and I actually have not had much chance to talk about it. That's correct. So I thought that this was another chance for us to have a candid conversation <laughs> about uh, podcasting on this podcast that we do. No, it was awesome. Um, so I went to Podcast Movement eighteen in Philadelphia. It was July twenty third through like the twenty sixth. I want to say so. It was two weeks ago now mm-hmm. and probably three weeks by the time that this comes out it was awesome it was really really great i think they handled it really really well i'm fairly nervous about i have a fear that i'm not good at small talk i don't think it's founded on anything other than i'm not sure where you're getting that but well i think it's just a f- internal fear type thing that isn't rational it's not like a rational fear it's just more of a fear but uh and i'll put like other things on it you know like i need to connect with people and i need you know it's like mm-hmm. fucking take a step back. Take, yeah, yeah yeah take a step Re- back. relax a little bit <laughs> you don't need to have like the most important conversation that you've ever had with somebody um <laughs> you know mm-hmm. that you just met right when you can it's awesome and i had that experience while i was there and i had plenty of like hey nice to meet you mm-hmm. but uh so day one was like this orientation day 
And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to all the orientation stuff because I don't know what they're going to say. And they said, and the first one was like, how many people here don't even have a podcast yet in this room? And it was like probably 200 people in the room. Mm-hmm. And at least, at least 50 people raised their hand. Oh my gosh. I was overwhelmed. I was like, yeah, that's holy cow. Like, I was shocked. I really, really was. But I guess what it is is that some people who were just in the Philadelphia area saw that this was coming, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, I'm already here. Why don't I just do it, and I don't have to stay anywhere? And it was like, I can find out about podcasting. So they they came on, and they were like, you know, who, what, where, why for podcasting? Like, why are you doing the show, and who are who's the show for? Mm-hmm. And like... A lot of questions that I don't think we've ever really asked ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's interesting because I feel like with the other shows, like who's transmissions from the dark side for? I would say it's fans of the original show. Of the original show. I would say that it's fans of anthology horror. I would say that it's for fans of like an MST3K. Mm -hmm. I would say like that type of person. Yeah. And Roach Coach is like fans of new metal. metal. Yep. And I would say for Matters, it's like fans of conversation. So like with Matters, I felt like we're a fairly broad show. We are. And I was like, maybe I don't have a problem with it being broad, Mm -hmm. but is there any way that we can make it more specific so it's not so broad? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Um, because I I like when we kind of retooled the show a little bit uh, at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. and changed it to more of an interview style. Me too. Because um, I think that that's, that's a way for us to actually... Because I know that most of the people that come on the show, you already know. Right. Um, and I don't. Uh, or I don't know them nearly as well as you do. And so that's that's usually something I enjoy is getting to know um, people. But I, I've actually really liked it when we've had people on the show that we neither of us knew. Right. Yeah, I like the um, the American Standards, uh, mm-hmm. Brandon mm-hmm. from American Standards. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I remembered our breath. Our breath. <laughs> Am I sweating, Matt? <laughs> I'm really nervous. Uh, huh, I mean, we we have guests. I know them all. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, so that was that was just something that's kind of been in my head that we don't need an answer for right now. But I was like, is there? Anything that we can do, because I, I love the idea that it's two guys named Matt mm-hmm. talking about what matters to them, mm-hmm. but I don't know who's that for. That is a good, that is a, you know, good because, question. and they were like, if you're making the pod, and part of me is like, said yes to this. They're like, if you're making this podcast for yourself and you love doing it, mazel tov, like mm-hmm. live your dreams, ha- yeah. enjoy your life. Yep. And I'm like, I think there's an aspect of that. Like, I love having a conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh knows we could have stopped at any time if we didn't like doing this. So, like, I think that you and I both like doing this because it's easy to stop. I mean, we've been doing this for three years. Right. We don't need to prove that we can do, do this. Yeah, we don't need to prove we can keep doing it. Right. Like, it, it, it is very much. But it's always been that thing that I've said, like, I would not, I would not stop doing matters ever, really. Like, yeah. I mean, I just enjoy having conversations with you. Mm-hmm. But if there's any way, not that I need to grow audience. Like, I love when we see Chris Heiner and Chris yep. is like, yep. 
Not doing He-Man anymore, huh, guys? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was at the... Um, human Amusement Show. Yeah, the Human Amusement Show. I was talking to him. And it was... It, it, like, it always blows my mind that people listen to anything I have to say, period. And then, you know, hearing him talk about how he was catching up because he, he was a little behind, um, but that he was looking forward to catching up. And it's like, it just, it, it just like when we get um, fan mail for transmissions. Right. That always just blows my mind that we have people throughout the country that, are that like, do not know us at all and who send us stuff saying like, hey, love the show. Right. Like, like that just blows my mind. And pardon me. So that was one of the big things that I was thinking about going through this show, uh, going through the conference was like, is that all we need? We just need that. Whereas like a couple people here and there identify and connect with the show. And that makes me happy because it does make me happy. I love yeah, me too. I love that Sean, when he had his baby, wrote out to us. Yeah, that was and was, that like, was bananas. Hey, I wanted to tell my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. considers us his friends, and I consider Sean a friend. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, yeah, Sean's great. It's not like I'm like over here going like, oh, our fans are are strangers to us. It's like mm-hmm. no, we know this guy. We've had him on the show, oh, right? And we talk to him often. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he writes us. All the time. Yeah. And we, you know, I think, say what you will about some of our strategies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are really good with interacting with our fans. When our fans send us something, within a couple minutes, we're, we're all on it. it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I just, I just wish that we had more opportunities to do that. So I, I went, so I'll, I, will, I will keep going. So that that's one of those things that I just wanted to plant in your head is like, um, is there anything that we could that we could narrow down in this show? I think the interview style needs to continue, mm-hmm. um, because I like it. I like meeting people that way. I like meeting people with you, and the different takes that we can get. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed our. our I mean, Chris Fortin coming up with Bang with him was super fun <laughs> and silly and ridiculous. I would wonder. So that's that's one thing. Like, is there any is there any way through our guests that we could either do themes or make it less vague? I guess like find out what matters about this with the with these people. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't have the answer yet, but I didn't. Wa- the, here's the other thing. I don't want to come up with the answer and be like, "This is what we're gonna do," mm-hmm. either, because like you don't want it to become He-Man all over again. <laughs> well, I I went along with the ride on He-Man because I thought, like, "Fuck yeah, let's just do it." Because I think both of us were like, "This we're frustrated, mm-hmm. and we need and we want to do something different." I just don't want to be like Matt. This is what we're gonna do with the show, mm-hmm. and you're like over there and like, "Well, you could have asked me about it." Right, right. No, and I mean. I, 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 I try to defer to you on almost everything with the podcast when it comes to that, mm-hmm. just because you know more about it than I do, and you pay a lot more att- 
attention to trends and you listen to a lot more podcasts than I do. I, yeah. I've actually started listening to a lot more podcasts than I used to. Um, they're terrible, aren't they? I mean, people <laughs> don't know what they're... No, I'm kidding. But, um, you know, I, I just I don't know as much as you do on it. And I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to offer opinions just for the sake of offering an opinion mm -hmm. if, if i have something to contribute then yeah i'll i'll, I'll say it yeah but i'm the same way like i'm fairly easygoing fairly fairly wavy gravy um wavy, wavy gravy. gravy oh god i remember i was i was at i think it was dino's had in, to be in ferndale yes and i was there with uh with our friend phil and another friend of uh, of mine and Phil, Nicole, and there was this dude wearing Birkenstocks, but like did not match the rest of his outfit. You know, it would be like a guy in a business suit with Birkenstocks. Weird. Just yeah, just like really, really weird. And I nearly called, uncanny valley. I called the guy Wavy Gravy, and I thought Nicole was going to die. Like her face was red. She was laughing so hard, and it was like. I, I, okay. <laughs> I I'll, I'll take I'll take the laugh. I I didn't I didn't <laughs> I didn't think that I was really making that good of a joke. Oh my God, Detroiters with the pastor. Oh God, which they go so. Oh, if you haven't seen this season of Detroiters, <laughs> yeah, you need to get on this. But people were just laughing at your jokes because you're pastor, right? <laughs> you're not really funny. Did you tell him? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I already told him. I already told him. <laughs> I mean, it's a real hack. It's a real yeah. hack. <laughs> okay, guys. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody mourns in their own way, so we get it. <laughs> so that was the first thing, and and we'll come back to that. But in the meantime, the 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 interview format is here to stay. I would say, no matter what, I would say that the interview format is here to stay mm -hmm. because I think we both enjoy it, mm -hmm. and I think we can make it happen. One of the things that I'm going to or would like to talk to you about real quick is would well actually no here it is I went to a fan so one that was the first session of the day was like hey what is your podcast about in these questions the second one kind of sets you up for the whole event where it's like here's what you want to do and they were like everybody in this room is your coworker they aren't your new fan. They might listen to your show eventually if you have a friendship or if you're like, hey, can you take a listen? Does it suck? But these guys aren't going to be your new listeners. And I felt like that was very helpful because it's just like stop trying to convert other podcasters to listen mm -hmm. to your podcast. Yeah, It was like they're your coworkers. Find out how you can help each other. Mm -hmm. And I, I felt like that was a really great way to approach it. And the other one was like... <clears throat> If you don't know what to do, just ask them about ask other people about their shows mm -hmm. or what their show is going to be or, you know, what they struggle with or anything like that. And you'll find that you're in conversations real fast. And I did like that was super helpful for me to kind of overcome my own stumbling block of thinking that I couldn't do small talk because I small talked a ton. Mm -hmm. Like I was really small talking my a sweet face off. I met quite a few people. Um, That's really cool. And that was awesome. The The next couple of days were all events where it was like, 
I go to meetings at work and I'm like, get me out of here. I'm in meetings for this conference. I'm like, keep going. <laughs> we got another hour and a half. But one of them was about like batching things and coming up with like methodology and things to make your life easier. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that might make my life easier with the baby is trying to do more than one at a time, even if it's like trying to record a couple episodes at a time. Mm-hmm. This is real like nuts and bolts of like how this show works. But right. I think I think if we're able to do this, we can actually look back at this episode and be like, hey, this was when we actually started to come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, this is totally behind the scenes. <laughs> but like People even behind if, the curtain, even if it were two, like ideally I would be like, hey, what if we scheduled to Saturday and we said 12 to whatever we try to get a month in. Hmm. And if we got a month in, then I could say, okay, Monday I'm going to edit. And so my thing is that I want to be a better husband mm-hmm. <laughs> also and more active with with the baby while the baby's up. Mm-hmm. And my hope is as the baby gets older, by 9 o'clock the baby's asleep. Right. So that, you know, when Catherine, I can be with Catherine for a little while and then I can say, okay, now it's 10 to 1, and it's time for the second job. It's time to work on Gabber Media. Mm-hmm. And I can be like, okay, I got two episodes to edit today, and I'm, gonna, I'm going to edit them, and I'm going to find the audio clips that I think are good, and I'm going to edit those out too. So I'm going to make the final. I'm going to make the audio clips. I'm going to make all of that stuff, and that's just in one night. And then night number two is make next week's social posts Mm -hmm. and then night three is whatever and night four is whatever so i can just get into a better workflow Mm -hmm. so i'm not because like right now i think you and i know where it's like oh god did we get it up did we we get the episodes up usually no problem but it's did you post i didn't post anything what should i post what do we post Mm -hmm. oh god well the episode's out there so at least the people who are subscribed got it Right, right. But <laughs> but it's not like they're going to be like, um, they're already on board. We're not mm-hmm. going to get new people to listen. Which, again, isn't like the biggest deal right now, but it could be a big deal if we're like, no, I think this could be something. Mm-hmm. And I do think this could be something. And I think transmissions could be something. And I think Roach Coach could be something. I think all of it. I wouldn't do it unless I kind of felt that way. Mm-hmm. For as much fun as it is, when I look at how much time it takes from all of our lives, mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so hour 72 of this week. But So that was one of the things. So I want to see if I can... We'll, get, we'll keep on the path right now, but come up with a date even for transmissions, to mm-hmm. kind of do the same thing. Yeah. So it, it frees us up a little bit more. And then I could clearly say, this is the help I need, Matt, mm-hmm. instead of like, what do you need, Matt, from me, you to me? And I go, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Or, no, everything's cool. When it's like, it, I don't know what I need because I haven't identified it because, yep. you know. I would have to show you how to edit, which isn't impossible. But well, I mean, I've edited sound files before. I have Audacity. I mean, I... Yeah, you could probably do it, too. Mm-hmm. And if it's like, hey, you know, maybe... That, like, I would, If we did a month of recording, I could do the odd weeks and you could do the even weeks. I mean, right. I, you know, it, it, we could actually really, get into a, a... 
now 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 all of a sudden it's not 100% me doing it it's mm-hmm. us doing it which actually would probably be nicer for both of us mm-hmm. i would love that that would be great see that's why we talk i'm <laughs> not not as friends but in a <laughs> <laughs> this is so natural um the other one i went to a fan a fan session uh fan led podcast and the best piece of advice I don't know when I was going. Ag guys, advice that I got was ask your audience a question, mm-hmm. and it was like this elusive, obvious thing. But even like at the end of transmissions today, we we recorded an episode earlier. We did. I did the normal spiel mm-hmm. about like how you can get in contact with us, but it's like most people who would want to engage with a show won't engage because they don't know what to say and they Mm -hmm. feel like dumb Mm -hmm. um so if you ask them a question like what did you think of or did you like this episode if not why not if you did tell us why right or um if you could be any character in this episode who would you be Mm -hmm. or if you found yourself in this situation whatever it is but if we came up with a, a couple questions that we could ask it would give Maybe just one question, so you know, don't go crazy because like, yeah, yeah, don't ask a fifteen-part question like the end of question, back to school. Question <laughs> number one: <laughs> the end of back to school, <laughs> Mister Shoop. Um, but like, I, I was like, oh my god, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. people are more much more likely to answer a question than they are to just reach out and be like, hey, love the show. Well, right, like I, I used to. I used to do that with uh, Kill by Kill, um, where Patrick Hamilton would would say something, or he would ask something of you know the the audience, and I would reply all the time. Yeah, I can't believe they're doing Commando. I. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be nuts. <laughs> They're gonna have to probably break that up into like five or six parts, <laughs> I do, like or twenty. Yeah, <laughs> if it's truly kill by kill, mm-hmm. it's the... gonna it's it's gonna be a lot. I can't it's... wait for the guy who gets his uh, arm chopped off by a machete. That's that's gonna be my favorite one. Who's gonna <laughs> get that penultimate pipe kill at the end? Though <laughs> that is the that's the guest we should be. Yeah, <laughs> look, Hamilton. I know, I know you probably have this set up for Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> But we're 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 getting that matters bump. We need, <laughs> we need to get in there. So that was it. I mean, the, the I met a whole bunch of people. I met the producer from Earwolf. Oh no way! Yeah, I met I met him. Uh, people from Gimlet. I met one of the producers of the Day Ramsey Show podcast. No way! Which was super super cool. He was really really type A. It was like oh yeah yeah, and like really energetic in a way that i'm like you know uh you ever have a canter who's way too excited at church <laughs> yep that okay all right that there's uh in uh ferndale the church that i went there for a minute the canter there is like i got that thing and raises his hand like now it's your time to say i got that thing (laughs) that type of thing where i'm like "Eh, okay (laughs) it's it's on the verge of being fake 
You need to. <laughs> it might be authentically. Dial it back. Dial it back. It might be authentically you, but it is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and then I met. Um, oh, I met Joel Hudson. Yeah, you. Yeah, I, that was. I never in my life expected that I would meet, meet Joel, Joel Hudson. Hudson. That is really really cool. He was so nice for the dumbest interaction of his day. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I see him, and I'm like, just do it. Well, yeah, you you were texting me, and you were texting Jen Hansen, saying like, oh my god, I'm within like 15 feet of Joel Hudson. What should I do? <laughs> and we were both like, go just go say hi. What's just the worst thing? What's the worst gonna that, that's gonna happen? Is he says like, hey, dude, I'm busy. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> I love you. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so here's my interaction with Joel. Um, hey, Joel. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, hi. I'm like a uh, really big fan. Uh, really, really love uh, your work. Just shoot me in the face right now. <laughs> but it's what I said. He's like, oh, that's real nice. Thanks. <laughs> Patted me on the shoulder. <laughs> Walked away. I was like, ah, that Midwest nice fuck off that I just got <laughs> is the best. Mm. I don't think it was a fuck off. I think it was just a like, all right, I'm going to go before this gets more awkward. Yeah, but he was like, it was definitely like, I know in my, like, you could see that there's a stopwatch on his, in his head of like how, how soon it takes a nerd to get comfortable to say the next 10 things in a row. <laughs> He's like, I got three seconds to get, get out, out of here. here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, the one thing that I wanted you to ask him, obviously you weren't going to ask, uh, would, which was, where is his Parisian night suit? <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, when I told my friend, because I met uh, my friend Brett uh, yesterday at Guzzling Alley. And we were talking about freaks and geeks and that was i think the first thing he went to was the parisian night suit and that's when i was just like oh man my friend met joel hodgson last week and he was like oh that's really cool and then i i, I mean i was drunk so i don't i don't remember Everything. the whole conversation um but i think we ended up talking about freaks and geeks for like 2 hours and you know me when i when i have a few and it's a topic that i really want to talk about good luck getting me to not talk about it i will find a way um but yeah we we talked about freaks and geeks for a really long time and then i went home and i was going to watch um <laughs> i was gonna start the series again because it's only a season right you know yeah I mean? it's uh, how many 20 uh yeah i think it's i think it's I don't remember for sure because I I never remember how many episodes were produced and not aired. Um, I think it's twenty, but it might have been less. I don't know. Regardless, love that show, and the fact that he, I mean, his role on that was so Minuscule. small, but so great. <laughs> Parisian night suit, just those guys dressed up in those leisure suits. Oh. And then Sam going to school in the Parisian night suit. Oh, my God. Uh, that would have been something. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have worn a suit like that, but I would have worn something really stupid, thinking mm. it was going to be really cool. And then... Oh, God, like, nope. I've gotten, I've gotten nope. a hoodwink. This is the newest thing. 
Yeah, oh man, everyone's going to be doing Everybody's it. Everybody's going to be wearing this guy. Everyone's going to be wearing those blue glasses. Sweet. <laughs> Head of the curve. <laughs> oh. um, anybody that you want to get on the show? Dream guests? Local guests? Uh, yeah, there's, there's a couple people that I wanted to get on the show. I just need to reach out and uh, ask them if they want to be on. Awesome. I'm going to be working to get a better way because i thought our google calendar would share Mm -hmm. but i think we can do it so our guests can find a day that works better for them okay so like if we're like hey we're going to do two on this day or four on this day or whatever i can get the times and then we can send it out to the guests and be like hey fill this in and then make it easy on them cool and then make it easy on us and then try to do everything better through google docs and Actually share everything that I have, I guess. And <laughs> actually share how this shit fucking works. <laughs> so that if you, so that you could do something if you wanted to do something. <laughs> um, but right now it's all mine. Mine, mine, mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I didn't have too much more. It was an awesome experience. Cool to meet a whole bunch of people. I had um I met this one guy. It was funny. Like I saw this guy, his name's Chris Murphy, and he's from Nashville. But it was born in Alabama, I want to say. Muscle Shoals is in Alabama, I want to say. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, he's from there, and we ended up talking about improv. We ended up talking about comedy, life, everything like that. And he doesn't have a podcast, but he knew the organizers. Mm, okay. He's friends with the organizers, and he's done a lot for them. And it turned out like we talked almost all night at this party, and people just kept coming up to him. So I got to meet all these people. Huh. That's really because cool. I was standing next to him and he was like, Hey man, gonna tell you the truth. It's probably my favorite part of the whole thing so far. Huh. I was like, that's really nice. I really appreciate that. But it was just a really good, like fast connect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, I met this guy with him that does podcasts for like that Ty Lopez guy. Um, okay, if you've ever watched a YouTube video and the guy comes up and is like, see that car? That's my Ferrari. Yeah, I was reading a book a day for three hours. Like this real fucking piece of garbage <laughs> entrepreneur guy. Okay. And just okay, get a mastermind group. <laughs> like that kind of guy. But he does the podcast for all of those types of guys. He, oh, he's wow. trying to do a podcast for one of the those Jake Paul and the other Paul. What is his name? Those The one brother, the one guy. I love that he's like the biggest YouTube star in the world. And I could not tell you his name. That's that's how weird the world is right now. Um, Jake Paul is his brother. He's not Peter Paul. <laughs> He's the one who went to Japan and went. Oh, and, the one who went to the the uh, forest where people kill themselves and, and showed like a dead fucking body. Exactly. Ugh. Well, so he knows this guy, and he's trying to get him to do a podcast, and it, he doesn't know what to do but it turns out like this guy was making like three million dollars a month with his youtube videos and all of his stuff and all of his stuff was like about pushing boundaries and like being a troll kind of like that's Mm -hmm. how he was making all of his money 
So he's like, this guy doesn't even know why people are Logan, Logan Paul. Okay. Like people, he doesn't even understand why people are upset at him for the suicide forest thing Mm -hmm. because he's so detached from it. He's like, Mm -hmm. he films nonstop, sends it all over to a guy that watches and edits it all. He's just trying to make shit happen. Hmm. And he's like, it's no, it's, it didn't compute to him at all. But it's like, uh, that's because you're making $3 million a month. Like, yeah, that's nothing. Insane. You're out of bounds now. Like, you're in, I can't, people barely make $3 million in their lifetime. Yeah, making that in a month is crazy. Yeah. So it was just interesting to talk to, somebody who's doing something on the complete other end of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Where we're like, yeah, well, he'll, he'll go on and he'll have 4 million views the next day. Like all of his view, all of his videos get like 4 million views mm-hmm. a day. That's crazy. That's insane. Insane. So that was cool. And Chris was cool. And I, I met Cole Cabana. Um, right. Yeah. You, you had, uh, you had talked about how he was leading a, yeah, he was doing. He was the host of an award show. Mm-hmm. Super hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I met him after, and I told him that I did. My neighbors are dead, and he was like, "Oh yeah, those are great, great guys." <laughs> um, and it was really nice to me. Yeah, I just had a great time. I'm cool. very fired up. I have this um, virtual ticket, so I get to rewatch everything. Nice. Yep. And there's never anything that I think like, "Oh, match the checks this out." I will absolutely. Sweet. Put that on. So awesome. I think we'll cut it there. I don't yeah. think, think we need to talk about what we're into this week unless you got something. Um, Freaks and geeks. Well, that's that's it. that's basically just an ever present thing. Like if you haven't watched um, it, watch it. I watched. I've uh, <laughs> I've watched a lot of like Netflix movies lately, like the you know the the ones where they basically buy it from someone else and then yeah. just label it as like a Netflix exclusive or something um i watched one a couple weeks ago it's called cargo with uh martin freeman and yes and uh i've it seen was, that it but was, i've not seen it it was an interesting idea on um on zombie movies it's the one with the baby the, right yeah where the zombies are really not They are a, they are of secondary importance in it. It's really him trying to get somebody to take his baby before he dies. And it's him also trying to get this girl back to her family. Um, this this little Aboriginal girl. Um I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Um I, I think Nate watched it and said it was a gut punch. It he liked it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, I I think it's probably different for people who have kids versus people who don't. But I mean, you know, uh, just because I don't have kids doesn't mean I don't get <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, don't get stuff. But oh, I, I, I think that. Yeah, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, but I uh, I liked it. I thought that it was pretty good. Uh, I watched the original Tales from the Crypt, uh, the movie. How was that? A couple weeks ago. That whole um, I had seen it. Uh, like pieces here and there um it 
It has, I think that I think it has probably my favorite zombie of all time in it, uh, which was actually Peter Cushing. Mm. Um, he's just such a dusty, decrepit old zombie, and he just really looks creepy. Like a lot of times when you see zombies, like they're really bloody and right. you know they're they're Gore. more gross than they are scary. And he was just creepy old zombie man um but you know some of the stories you'll recognize from the show uh like the um the santa claus killer that one uh had joan collins as the wife oh really yeah uh i mean there are some parts of it that are more successful than others right um there are some things like she killed her husband on a white rug and then got all the blood stains out where it was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. You, you would not have done that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I forgot about the zombie until the actual sequence. And then it was like, Oh, right. I love that zombie. <laughs> uh, I watched a movie the other day, Matt, that was so bananas. It's the I I I sent you got you and Jen some images. Yes, that was from the Monster Club. <laughs> it has um, <laughs> Vincent Price and the Monster Club. Yep, it was so weird. It's it's about this writer who meets a vampire which is Vincent Price and he he loves the the writer's books so he invites him to this monster club which was a disco where i couldn't tell if the people were actually monsters if they were or if they were just wearing masks like you you know what i mean like whether they right. they were just people in the movie wearing masks or if they were supposed to be monsters but the masks were ridiculous and that's why I sent you the the pictures because yeah. it was like, I'm not going to give any explanation of this. I am just going to send this picture. I was dumbfounded by them. I was like, what? Yeah, what is going on what? here? And I didn't even get some of the better pictures. I was just, I didn't want to rewind it because I didn't want to have to rewatch it. <laughs> but uh, it was it was nuts. It was crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at this picture right now, and it's like just a guy with a green wig on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, have we talked about Rough and Rowdy yet? No, we haven't. Oh, I just found out about it. It's been around for a while. Rough and Rowdy? West Virginia. I think it's West Virginia. This promoter, this insane promoter in West Virginia, basically was like... We're going to do 36 fights a night. We're going to do three round, one minute rounds with fucking amateurs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's unbelievable how bad all of these guys are. are. Yeah. But they're going for it. Yeah. Well, that's how that's how tough man competitions used to be. Yeah. Is it was it, just you know, like they it, they didn't have ringers coming in. No, you know, like you know, martial artists and stuff. These were just dudes who were gonna yeah. punch other. These dudes. aren't shoot fighters. Yeah, yeah. These are guys straight up, like you and me, put on a headgear and boxing <laughs> gloves and go. 
<laughs> so I'm going to show you some clips. Oh, yeah. I, I cannot wait. Uh, you can get in contact with us at MattersPod on Twitter and MattersPod on Facebook. I am at Matt Noss on Twitter. I am at Karate Dracula. And we will catch you on the next episode of Matters. Matters. This trade. <laughs> that never, stays forever. Yes, never gets old. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. <laughs> it was a good try. It was, it was a, a solid try. try.